Well, good Thursday morning. It's time for Taste Test Thursday here on 95.3 DNH. I'm your host, Adam Owens. Joining me in the studio today, I have two very special guests. Join me in welcoming Zach Jones, Nutrition Nutrient Management Specialist for Wayne County Conservation District. Good morning to you, Zach. Good morning. How's it going? Very, very good. And good morning, Sandy Long from Seeds and the River Reporter. Good morning. And Heron's Eye Communications. Yep. You are a you are a busy lady, huh? Yeah. <laughs> to <laughs> yes, say the very it. least. So uh, thank you both for coming in this morning. Uh, the subject of the uh, the discussion today is farming and agriculture. I think that's pretty safe to say, yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. So so Zach, I'd like to start with you, if we could, please. You you uh you are did I get the title right? Nutrient management specialist. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, nutrient management specialist. So that focuses on nutrients that are going into the ground, either from animals and or synthetic fertilizers. Okay, so how the how the ground is being well, nu- 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 nutrientized. Nu- I don't know what the word is there, but fertilized. That's the word. <laughs> Thank you very much, Zach. Yep. Uh, and Zach, you're so. I mean, have you been wor- you've been working around farms and farming for a minute or two? Safe to say. Yeah, I'm probably about uh, twelve years now. So let's let's get a little bit of the backstory. You grew up in this neck of the woods. You're a lo- local guy. Oh yeah. So I'm from South Canaan. A little bit biased. I think that's the greatest place on earth. But <laughs> so I, I moved there in about sixth grade on, on a farm. My family had it. Uh, uh, I am the fifth generation to Whoa. live in my house in Whoa. South. Canaan. Uh, so right now we have beef cows. Traditionally, it was a dairy farm. Uh, we probably have about 35 head of beef cow uh, running about 135 acres of hay. Nice. Um, so the hay is to feed the cows. Correct. Yeah. So yep. we do hay for cows and we do a lot more hay for cows. And I feel like that's all we do is just hay. Making hay. <laughs> Always making hay. Wait, how many head of cattle again? Uh, approximately 35. So th- and, and, and 100 and how many acres? 30. So is that like the ratio about like 130 acres of hay for 35 head of cattle? Well, it probably wouldn't be if my soil was a little bit better. Okay. A little bit more fertilization potentially. Okay. But yeah, right now that's where we're at. So you, you said you were in what, sixth, sixth grade when you moved on to the farm? Yes. Yeah. And and w- when you moved on, was it an operating uh, uh, dairy farm or was it an operating farm at that time? No. So it was abandoned. Uh, everything had been left since probably 88. Whoa. Was the last time it was. So fun. it needed some W-O-R-K work. Lots of it. And a lot of dust masks. <laughs> dust masks? Yeah. Oh, it was just all dusty, dusty, <laughs> huh? Oh, man. So, but I was, I would imagine the upshot to that, well, I'm sure it cost a lot of money to get it up and running and a lot of blood, sweat and tears. Did you have, did you, you know, you got all shiny new equipment right off the bat. You got to do it all the way you wanted it. Uh, no. So we pretty much, had, <laughs> no, we, no. we had the Lapatoski auction special, whatever was cheap and oh. we could afford. That's what <laughs> Wait, we what did you call it? The Lapatoski auction special? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever was under a <laughs> yeah, hundred yeah. bucks. <laughs> So, okay, so you, you actually kind of started it the hard way a little bit from, from the ground up, well, almost from the ground up, and using sort of fly-by-night, whatever you can to make it, get it going, but things have kind of gotten rolling since then? Yeah, yeah, we learned a lot, and uh, we finally figured out how to work on our own equipment because it breaks down every other day. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, being, not having to call in someone else to fix it when it breaks, huh? Yeah, yeah. What's, uh, oh boy, okay, so what, what about, like, fix-it stories? You got any good, like, you know, I don't know, Bust a knuckle breaking, you know, breaking a nut loose on something. Or <laughs> I busted a lot. <laughs> busted a lot of knuckles. Yeah, yeah. Did everything. anything ever go easy? That's a better no, question. No, <laughs> no, no. I mean, once it once it happens once, and you kind of figure out why it happened, then usually it never happens. So right. nothing's ever easy. But but at least if you get it, you learn the trick to fix it. Yeah. So that if oh, yeah. it does break again, you kind of at least know what you're doing. All right. Um. So beef cows. It's a, you're kind of in the business of making hay. It sounds like though to feed these 
had a steer, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Huh. That's and how many? One hundred and fifty acres. A uh, hundred and thirty. One hundred and thirty acres of hay. And what you know the expression "make hay while the sun is shining." Unfortunately, yeah. So is that is that really is that really true, or is that just a cliche? No, it's really true. So I mean, you have to have pretty good weather depending on what kind of hay you're making. So we do majority dry hay. Mm-hmm. So cut it, um, condition it. Condition uh, it? What do you mean? Like so uh, when you get cut some it, suave or some pert plus? Uh, yeah, no, that's just me on the oh. tractor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you cut it and then you what? It's uh, it's called a conditioner. So what it happens is it, it crimps it, so it doesn't cut the stem, but it. it breaks it okay. and it helps it to dry out faster. Oh, very cool. Yes. Okay. And then and then you bale it of course and we all see the bales. Yep. Uh round bales, square bales, what? Both. Both. Both, yeah. What's the what's the purpose? Like this is a silly question for people who work on farms, but tell me. Uh so the square bales actually they all go for horses. Uh-huh. Um and the round bales are for cows. It's easier for the horses they can monitor how much they eat with square bales uh there's a little smaller right so you can count how many you're going through maybe? yeah and you can portion it out a little bit easier than a round bale okay <clears throat> round bale you just set down on one of those big round kind of uh things in the middle of the field and the cows just go nuts yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that's what i'm talking about i want to come back as a cow well maybe not maybe not the, maybe not a beef cow dairy cow come back as a dairy cow uh okay cool so uh you've been and you've been at this since since you were a little kid and did you did you just jump straight from high school onto the farm? Did you go to college? What'd you do? Uh, so I actually went to college. I went to East Stroudsburg University. Cool. Uh, I majored in recreation services park management. Oh, so outdoorsy. You're definitely an outdoorsy kind of guy. It oh, sounds yeah. Like. Yep. Uh, but did you wind up working in exactly that field? No. <laughs> <laughs> As is so often the case. So now you're at the, the conservation district now. Is that what you did right out of college? No. So right out of college, I actually worked for Tree Smiths. I was a utility arborist. I was a climber Whoa. for a year. Is that as terrifying as I think it is? Yeah, especially when you're afraid of heights. It was terrifying. Dude, what are you, serious? <laughs> yeah. Do you buckle on or something to the tree or what? Uh, kind of. So you have this thing that's called a saddle and you are not really strapped in or tied in. Once you get up top, you can tie in. But yeah, it's <sighs> it's a very uh, scary line of work and underappreciated line of work for I, sure. I, I appreciate it because I could never. Cl- so utility arborist. So that's not just like. You're not just doing it because somebody wants the tree to look nice on their property. You're doing it because the tree maybe poses a risk or is involved, like touching a power line maybe? Yeah, so basically you come through every power line you see has, they're on a schedule, should be on a schedule yeah, yeah. of when the trees get trimmed and or taken down. Yep. Um, so once they get to a certain limit, uh, depending on what power line is there, uh, there's a, a buffer that needs to be in place. A buffer, you mean like a certain distance between the tree and the line? Correct. Okay, yeah. Yep. And then we have to come through and clear that or trim it. So are you working near like Live power lines? Yep. What do you mean? Yep. Like you just like yeah, no problem, no big deal. Like really? Yes. You have no fear of dying. Like are you? Uh, no, I do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Cool. So that was for a year, uh, and then how did you spin into Wayne County Conservation District? Well, actually, from there, I had I worked construction for a year. Oh, good for you. And cool. I was I was a laborer for almost a year, and then. I applied for the conservation district, and by God's grace, they hired me. <laughs> hey, way to go. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. So now, nutrient nutrient management specialist. So are you working with farms across the area? Yes. Okay, so basically the way you say fertilized is the word we came up with. Right. Uh, the, the, the status of the fertilization of every farm or some farms or just people who want the help? Uh, so technically every farm in Pennsylvania, if you land, apply manure or have animals of any sort that are agricultural. So Mm -hmm. let's say like one chicken. Wow. You technically need a manure management plan. 
and a, pl- a plan. It's just written down. Like, here's how we're going to handle X, Y, and Z. Yes, yes. Okay. Everyone gets a little excited about it, but basically, it's just <laughs> a plan for what you're going to do with your manure. Yeah. Okay. So you just need to be able to show that you have a plan for it. Whether and now, what can have? What can you? What can you do with manure, Zach? Uh, my guest, by the way, Zach Jones from the Wayne County Conservation District. We're going to be talking about the Wayne County Farm Tour in just a little bit. Now, you're uh, just to sidestep here. You're. Is your farm a stop on the tour, or you are helping to coordinate the tour? Uh, so my farm is not a stop on the tour. I'm okay. just helping coordinate. Got it. Okay. So now back to back to manure. I hate manure. <laughs> back to the back to the future. Huh? Right. Huh? Right. <laughs> what can you do with manure besides dump it on Biff Tannen in his 1950 Chevy? <laughs> so uh, there are certain setbacks. Uh, my job, specifically as a nutrient management specialist, is to protect waters of the Commonwealth. Oh, so as you, if you, if the manure winds up on the ground and it rains like crazy, which it tends to do around here, yeah, it, it can run off into rivers and lakes, right? Correct. So you just kind of keep an eye on that? Uh, no, I, I mean, I, my eyes, I have to wear contacts. <laughs> so I, my eyes aren't that great. But what I do is I help farmers stay into compliance or get there voluntarily. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. So, okay. I want to talk to Sandy a little bit. I want to eat the food that you brought in, because you brought food in? Yep. Oh, yeah. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to just take a break, catch our breath. I'm going to get Sandy on the mic. We're going to talk about the farm tour coming up that's all, it's it's uh, it's the whole Wayne County farm tour. There are five stops on the tour. Yep. And I'm, 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 I'm informed that lunch is also included, which is just, this is fantastic news. So we'll be back to talk more about the farm tour. We'll meet Sandy Long here on Taste Test Thursday on 95.3 DNH. been waiting for it and now it's here wayne memorial's new patient tower the g-wing is officially open and you can see it in person on saturday september 7th from 11 a.m to 2 p.m enjoy tours refreshments giveaways and special prizes from local business friends free entries available at the open house to win passes from woodlock springs golf club the lodge at woodlock costas family fun park ski big bear and more two tickets to our auxiliary's john denver tribute concert the very next day will also be up for grabs. Make it a Wayne Memorial weekend. Come see our spacious new private rooms and learn about our new smart technology. Wayne Memorial Hospital, expanding and enhancing for you. Wayne Memorial Health System. Happy Labor Day, friends and neighbors. You know, it seems to me that floating on the lake, enjoying this amazing pontoon boat is the perfect place to put all of the summer's adventures into perspective. It also reminds me of an old saying that goes something like, the only thing better than owning a boat is having a friend with a boat. Which is fine, but I'd like to say it's best just knowing where your neighbor hides his boat keys while he goes back to work for the week. And one more thing. Great googly moogly, it's time for the annual Alice's Wonderland Labor Day tent sale. Yippers, that's right, this Saturday for one day only. The tent will open at 9 a.m. and close promptly at 5 p.m. Under the tent there will be the famous $15 fleece table, men's, women's, and kids' winter boots, a small mountain of shoes, boots, and sneakers, and if you happen to wear a lady size 11 shoe, well then, this is the year for you. Alice's Wonderland Labor Day tent sale this Saturday starting at 9 a.m. This is the Bethel Woods Center for the Arts concert update on Bold Gold Media Group. On Thursday, September 12th, Luke Bryan with special guests Cole Swindell and John Langston. And I said, play it again, play it again, play it again. 
Saturday, September 21st in the Events Gallery, Chris Thilly. On Saturday, October 19th in the Events Gallery, John Sebastian. Bethel Woods Center for the Arts is a not-for-profit cultural center located at the historic site of the 1969 Woodstock Festival. To buy tickets or for more information, visit BethelWoodsCenter.org. Classic Rock, Radio Bold. Top 40, Radio Bold. News and Talk, Radio Bold. Sports, Radio Bold. Hot Country, Radio Bold. Everything local, Radio Bold. No matter what you love to listen to, Radio Bold puts it all at your fingertips. Connect to all the Bold Gold Media stations with the free app, Radio Bold. Radio Bold is available for Apple and Android, phones and tablets. It's free and easy to download and lets you access your favorite local stations from anywhere on Earth. And with so many stations to choose from, you're going to find exactly what you love or discover something brand new. Classic Rock, News and Talk, Top 40, Sports, Hot Country, and live and local news, weather, and community updates. All in one easy place. Just search your app store for Radio Bold and download it today. Radio Bold. Radio without borders. 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 95.3 Okay, Taste Test Thursday is back this morning on 95.3. I'm Adam Owens. Joining me in the studio, Zach Jones, the Nutrient Management Specialist, for the Wayne County Conservation District, and also Sandy Long from Seeds, The River Reporter, and Heron's Eye Communications. Did I get that all right, Sandy? You did. Okay, you are you are a woman of many hats. <laughs> yep, we keep busy. <laughs> um, okay, so let's start with, let's go, let's, I'm going to go backwards. We're going to start at Heron's Eye. Okay. Uh, you know what? We're going to go way backwards. We're going to start at, where did you grow up? I grew up in the Wyoming Valley, Wilkes-Barre area. Oh, oh, when you started to say Wyoming, I was like, way out west? <laughs> no. So, okay, so out past Scranton. Yep. Um, and how did you do? Is that where you live today, or did you move closer to this neck of the woods? I'm in Pike County now, in Greeley. Okay, now uh, you so you've got this kind of you've got this sort of media thing going on, mm-hmm. but seeds is also this sustainability thing. Yep. I'm going to ask you to explain that in a minute. Um, how did you kind of spin into that? Like, what was your first job out of high school? Did you know what you wanted to be when you grew up? You know. Well, I knew I wanted to write, and I love photography too, and I expected to put those two things together in some capacity. Yeah. Um, and so my career has kind of followed that course okay um, yeah right yeah i'm seeing that the so now um uh heron's eye communications is this is this your business or is this somebody else's business you work at or what i'm a co-founder at heron's eye with krista gramalski okay uh we both do um marketing and public relations through that particular venue and um you know my background is at wilkes university i have a degree in english from wilkes Okay, um, and we have sort of just follow this path from there. So, 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 like marketing. So, like, if I have a, let's just say I have a, I don't know what. Let's say I have a store and I need to get some some publicity done. Yep, you're the ones I go to. Yep. So, businesses or individuals or groups or everything. Everything. Cool. Yeah, we work with a lot of local nonprofits, nonprofits in the conservation field. Okay. Okay. So you. Oh, so seeds is kind of maybe a nice natural connection. Yes. All right. I, I'm starting to see the picture now. Now, what about River Reporter? You you do a, you, a column there? Yeah, I do a column called River Talk, focused okay. on. The the wildlife that we share our lives with here in this uh, region. So basically, the deer. 
Uh, yeah, them, the bear. You know, <laughs> yeah, like I know. All of them. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of wildlife out there. Yes. Um, and uh, what am I thinking of? The bio blitz that happens every year? You know about this? Yeah, I'm one of the founders oh, of the bio blitz. Get out of here. You the serious? The first one, yeah. So bio blitz is where people kind of catalog every living thing in a square mile or whatever? Exactly, yeah. And it's to show the biodiversity that we're so privileged to share our lives with here, yeah. You got a, you got a favorite piece of biology in this neck of the woods? Favorite animal or plant or something? Um, I have some favorites, but lately I have been concerned about the timber rattlesnake, which is on the move. I'm and sorry, the what? The timber rattlesnake. No, and no, everyone you, fears them and wants to harm them, but they really don't need that kind of approach. Yeah, they no, I don't want to harm them, but I just, I just want to stay well clear of them. Exactly. Are, are you telling me that timber rattlers exist in Northeast PA? Especially in Pike County, but uh, you know that's a good habitat, lots of rocks and things like that. Really? Yeah. Now, I thought rattlesnakes were more like a, I don't know what, like a southeast or midwest or southwest kind of thing. No. You know, where it gets really, really hot in the summer. I guess it's pretty hot here these days, I guess. Yeah, we have them, we have them here uh, along with my other, I just have to throw this in, porcupines. Yes! You know, people think porcupines can throw their quills and no. harm you, but they cannot. Right. If you bite them, yes, yeah, if you you'll get, get a mouthful If you get quills. close to one, yeah, you'll get, you'll get a little bit of trouble, like yeah. a, a dog, for instance, might. Exactly. Oh, I love porcupines. Timber rattlers, I appreciate, but... Yes, <laughs> from a distance. Maintain a safe distance. Do you have, by the, just that we're talking about this, let's say I'm out hiking in the woods mm-hmm. and I hear that... Yes. What do I do? You freeze and you determine you how st- close you are. Stop moving. <laughs> exactly. Okay. You want to maintain a safe distance always from a snake. Yep. And most times they just want to be left alone. Absolutely. Like they're, all the wildlife. They're not going to really come do. chase you down. They're no, exactly. Get the heck away from you. You got but it. But they're going to stand their ground if they feel threatened. Yes. Especially if they feel threatened. Uh, okay. So while we're talking about it, what if I get zapped? What if I get bit? get to the emergency room. Okay. Most likely you will not die. You may suffer quite a bit, but it's um, it's easily treated, yes. but uh, it has to be treated. Get yeah. help immediately. Yeah. The yep. whole suck the venom out thing, that's a myth, right? Right. Just get there as fast as you can. Good. <laughs> Glad we had this talk, yes. Sandy. Wow. Okay, good. All right. So um, let's talk about SEEDS. It's an acronym, right? Yes, it is. Stands for? Sustainable Energy Education and Development Support. Say that five times fast. Uh, uh, no, yeah. I'll let you. Okay, but I think I kind of get it. Can you explain? Yes. So SEEDS, um, for the past decade, has been focused on, it's a nonprofit community-based organization okay. focusing on energy efficiency, um, renewable energy and sustainable living practices. So like if somebody wants to go solar, yes. you can help. We can really help. I mean, our folks, our volunteers teach workshops every year for the past year, 10 years oh. uh, where they'll teach you the hands-on nuts and bolts of doing it yourself or help you through the process. And are people around here doing it? Yes. In fact, as you drive around the region, a lot of the displays that you see, yeah. uh, many of them are traceable to Seed's early work in this area and their ongoing annual Pretty commitment cool. to it. Yeah. Pretty, now, is it, is it really true? Like you can kind of wind up with a zero electricity bill or close to it? Yes. I mean, everything, it's getting better all the time. It was really expensive. When yes, it was. Up. And they maybe weren't super efficient, but we're yep. getting better at making solar cells? On all the fronts. There are other seeds, you know, being planted here. The electric vehicle other seeds charges. Being planted. Chargers. Right, that there's we a have charge now. station downtown. Yeah, there are several in this area now. And uh, one of them's right on Main Street. Another's going to happen in the uh, Sturbridge project over. Oh, you know, cool. So of town. there's another one getting coming in soon. Yep. Nice. And there are some in Holly, too. Have you so. driven one of these all electric cars? You know, I haven't, but I ha- I'm going to soon have the opportunity to drive a Tesla. One oh. of our chief volunteers owns one. Oh. So I'm you're going to fall in love. That. That's what he said. They're so funny. The torque is just like, oh, I'm. Uh. I'm I don't know yeah. if torque means anything to you, but torque is, torque is big for me. I like torque. Yep, and Electric the road motors. handle and oh, all of it. Yeah. So nice. 
Um, okay, so Sandy, let's talk a little bit about this farm tour. Now, is this the first time this has ever happened, or has this been a regular thing around here? Um, there have been various tours, um, and some of them that we've done in the past have been related and focused to on solar energy and renewable energy. Okay. This one, though, is um, really promoting some of the farms that are putting into practice sustainable initiatives for a more sustainable ag future. Can you give me an example of one of these sort of initiatives? Uh, so one of them at Willow Wisp Organic Farm, which happens to be the county's largest organic vegetable farm. Hey, I know Greg. It does, yeah. And Tannis and their the whole, whole crew. They have a great there. crew. They do. And they are, you know, doing all kinds of practices there that we are going to learn about firsthand when we get a tour on site. Wait a second. You said they're the largest organic farm in the county? Yes, they are. Hey, that's pretty cool. Yep. Um, okay, so this tour is now. Here's a question: Is it a is it a self guided tour where I need to drive my car from point to point, or is there a bus ride that I get? There's a there are two buses at this point. We're filling Whoa! up really fast Holy here. Holy smokes! Yeah, we can take what eighty two folks, Zach, but we're <laughs> Zach's it's making a face. Up fast. <laughs> 80 okay, some odd 80. folks. Okay. And we start off at 8 o'clock in the morning over at the Conservation District. Important question. When? September 7th. Okay. So not this weekend, next weekend. You got it. Okay. All right. So we'll roll from 8, well, you know, once we get on the bus and get rolling, sure. 8.30 to 5 p.m. We'll end up back where we start. But in the day. meantime, we go to these five different sites. In the middle of it, we're at Second District Hops um, Vineyard and Hops Farm, where Ooh. we'll have lunch from the Table to Farm Mustard Seed Cafe. Hey, I know the mustard seed. And uh, from there, we travel to the others. Um, five bucks for the whole thing includes your lunch. And Wait a um, second, you're telling me the admission is $5 per person? Yes. Oh, that is affordable. That's because we have some really great sponsorship from uh, various folks like the, oh, the Pocono Mountains Visitors Bureau, the... Pennsylvania Association of Conservation Districts and Wedco, the Wayne Economic Development Corporation. Nice. Yep. A lot of good, lot of good names back there uh, propping this thing up. Very cool. Thank you to everybody making it happen. Uh, how does this work? If you want to go on it, do I need to make reservations or buy tickets? Or how does it work? Yes. There is one way to get on the bus, and that is to call Sylvia at the Wayne Conservation District, who is managing is all she, of this process. Is she there right now, Zach? She. She's, she's there? always there. She's okay, great. She's always there. We love Sylvia. How do we reach Sylvia? So we call her at 570-253-0930. One at more time? 570-253-0930. Okay. And you're going to talk to Sylvia. You're going to pay your $5 per person. That's, that that's day. phenomenally low price. Yes. Includes lunch. <laughs> yeah, great the, lunch. The bus healthy, ride. Yeah, yeah, locally healthy, sourced. locally sourced lunch. Nice. Okay, and we're looking at basically farms specifically looking at um, ways that they're exercising sustainability practices. Yes. One of the stops on this farm, I want to talk to Zach about for a second here. It's the Wayne County Demonstration Farm. That what do you what what is a demonstration farm? I don't get it. So the demonstration farm um, was designed originally as the county poor farm. I'm sorry. The what? The poor farm. Like. Poor P-O-U-R, like pour a glass of beer, or uh, poor P-O-O-R? P-O-O-R. Oh. Poor. Tell me this. What do you mean? So, uh, historically, it was a place that if you were you didn't have enough money to live on your own, yeah. um, you would live there, you would work on their, that farm, and kind of save up your money, and then hopefully get off on, on your own feet. Is this Was this, like, unique to Wayne County? No, so traditionally every county had a poor farm. No kidding. Yes. And and so that farm still exists. It doesn't work that way anymore. Like, I can't go live there, can I? I mean, you could, but it would <laughs> probably be like a squatter now. All right, okay, all right, all right. So, but, but so now that farm has kind of taken on a new life as this 
demonstration farm, does that mean like you're showing off new farming practices there or trying new farming practices or what? Yeah, so uh, um, where the barns are, across the road, there is an old pasture. That is what was designated as the demonstration plot for our no-till program. No-till. So this means you, 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 you grow things in the soil without running a rototiller or without in some other way tilling the soil? Right, so zero, not zero disturbance, but um, minimal disturbance. very, very minimal disturbance of the soil. It, does it work? Yeah, oh yeah, it does, yeah. And what, what's the benefit of no-till? So no-till, the benefit of, first of all, is uh, the, the conservation end of it. Um, you're reducing your sediment, getting into any... Uh, waters of the Commonwealth or leaving your field. So as you till, that the, the, the smaller, finer grains of, of soil stand a chance of running off because they've been brought up to the surface maybe or they've been just kind of knocked around and loosened up? Yeah, so what happens when you till the soil, uh, think of the soil as a house. Um, and when you till it, you destroy it. And all that structure that kept that house together now is broken up. Yeah. And when a raindrop hits it, its its velocity is so intense that yeah. it explodes those soil particles. Uh-huh. And when that happens, they all collect together in that rainwater and run off. Got um, it. So you keep more of the good stuff on your farm if you do a no-till practice. Correct. How on earth, though, do you get a seed down into the ground? Because when you till the soil, it loosens all up. It's very easy to just you can use your thumb practically to squish a seed down in there. But if you haven't tilled the soil, how do you get a seed down into the earth? So uh, that's a great question. We well, have, thank you very much. We have uh, no-till seeders, no-till drills, no-till planters out there. So what happens is basically there's two discs... Uh, and they cut the soil, um, and all we do is just open it up just enough to get a seed to drop in, and then we close it back up. So you literally, like, do surgery on the earth. Yeah, we are basically surgeons. Dude, that is so cool. Thank you. That is weird. And it, and you're, and it, it, it works, or it's uh, you're trying to get it to work, or it, it, like, this is, what's the status of this? It works. All right. It works, 100%. Phenomenal. That is so cool. That is, Wow. That is pretty cool. And it doesn't disturb, so you get to keep that house that you spent all that time and energy building. Yes. House, underground, in the soil. That's pretty cool. All right, so we're going to have a chance to see this on the farm tour. Yes. So, Because one of the stops is this demonstration farm. Mm -hmm. uh, hang on a second. I, mean, I, have, I have the brochure right here. You're going to do a stop at Calkins Creamery. Love oh, yeah. that place. Yeah, me too. Willow Wisp Organic Farm. Hi, Greg. Hi, Tannis. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Second District Vineyard and Hops Farm. So these folks are growing... Uh, uh, beer and wine ingredients, essentially. Yeah, they, they make everyone happy. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> uh, a stop at Fertile Valley Farm. Uh, Tammy, Tammy Preble came in. That's who came in. Uh, and I think she works at Fertile Valley. Uh, that's a beef farm. And then the final stop is the Wayne County Demonstration Farm where you get to see this no-till practice in practice. I said practice twice there. What a, what a cool tour. Is there a website for a little more info on this? Uh Right at the bottom. Sandy, what, what's Wayneconservation.org. What is it? Wayneconservation.org. Wayne and seedsgroup.net. And seedsgroup.net. Okay, wayneconservation.org or seedsgroup.net for more info. And if you'd like a ticket to the uh, the tour, the phone number again is 570-253-0930. Okay, Zach, Sandy, thank you both for coming in today. We're not done yet. You brought some food in? Yes. What do we got? Uh, what do you want to start? With? Oh my gosh, it's multiple multiple items. Yeah, we got uh, break it all out, break all right. it all out. That's this is fantastic. Okay, Zach's going for the box. 
Sandy, do you have any idea what, what what's in the box? Yeah, one of the things that we're going to taste today is panzanella, which, panzanella. you know, getting back to... I know what it is. Okay, go ahead. Is it bread salad? Yes, it is. <laughs> one of my favorite things. So tell me what's in it. So it's what's in it, for starters, is a great chewy bread, a focaccia bread by Marcia Dunsmore of Myrtle Avenue Bake Shop. She's locally based in Holly. Sweet. Um, you want to use a chewy bread like that to give this some texture. Um, and we will also have heirloom tomatoes in this, nice. as well as locally sourced things like uh, garlic and sweet bell peppers. You know, you toss this all together with olive oil and vinegar and season it up. We have cucumbers in there as well, onions. Whoa. It's totally delicious. So, bread salad. So the crouton is basically uh, like sort of a salad without the lettuce. Yeah. Uh, and then the, <laughs> but the croutons haven't been toasted. Exactly. So it's like yeah. a little chewy, a little springy. Yep. And, and, the, they... and the bread soaks up the dressing and the oil. You got it. You got <sighs> it. I love this stuff. I knew what it was. It, it even looks great, doesn't it? Oh, my gosh. Hang on. So I know. Right. Let's do this. We're going to turn the mic right, but we're going to interview the salad here. Hello, salad. Would you, do you have a few nice words to say? <laughs> Okay, hang on. Oh, we gotta take the we'll take the yes. saran wrap off the top here. This is it is beautiful, Sandy. Who now who made this? Who now, put it all so together? Jane Bollinger, one of oh, our board members. Yeah. And dedicated member of the local ag community in many forms. Pasta, nice. Thank you, Jane Bollinger. Yes. Look at this. We've got a nice little serving spoon here. Little bowls. Yes. Here, I'll break the bowls. Oh, these look like compostable they're bowls. compostable yeah. bowls. <laughs> Got a little juice on them. Little Got juice little on them. Okay, all right. That's not from one of the beef steers or anything. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, we don't have forks by nature. Oh, look. We, yes, we, we do. do. Okay, we got we forks. Do. So I'm going to dish this stuff up. Oh, smell that. So wow. breakfast, everybody. Here we go. I'm so hungry. One. Wow. We'll just do a little bit because we have. Yes. I think we have a few more items to get through. Yeah. Okay, and I have something too. I can't wait to show you guys. Ooh. All right, so let's do, so right, so the bread gets like falling apart. Like it, it just yes. gets all soaked with the, the the dressing and the tomato juice. So we got some cucumbers Chewy. for crunch. Yes. All right, let's dig in. Here we go. Mm. Um, nom, nom, nom. Oh, yum. Mm. The to- man, you know, I did not. I used to hate tomatoes. Really? Until I had a proper farmer's market tomato. You know what I mean? Locally ripened mm. or heirloom. Oh, the it's piece of bread different. all soaked with the goodness. So good. Yum. I could eat this every day for breakfast. Sorry to all the listeners that can't enjoy this with mm. us. <laughs> you can make it yourself. It's easy. Just trip to a local farmer's market. Yum. Yeah, grocery store tomatoes, man, ugh. We're going to talk about that. We brought one. Oh, what, a grocery store tomato? And we'll taste the difference between a grocery store... Oh, my God, I love the way you guys think. Tomato, yep, oh. and some heirloom tomatoes. Mm. Okay, love it. All right, we got to mm-hmm. keep moving, so what's next? Mm. Why don't we do that tomato now? Let's do a tomato test. I like it. It's an actual taste test. Yep. So let's clear this guy off. You got I'm it. I'm just going to slide it over here. I have a knife. Do you have a, you have a knife. Great. Okay. Jane. Okay. Watch out. He's got a really knife. prepped this here for us. It's oh, yeah. Beautiful oh, you've job. got like a proper looking tomato yeah. knife, too. Yeah. Cutting she, board. She hooked us up. Okay. Well, here, just stay just like that. Pose. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Zach's cutting into a grocery store tomato. I think it's a beefsteak tomato. A beefsteak, right. Yeah. It, so, you know, it looks like a tomato, but it's a little pale on the inside. A little pale, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So first, what's your what's your first uh, first thought looking at this so far? There's not a lot of interior to it. It's just a lot of that's kind of meat part, not a lot of the juicy mm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so it doesn't look like a beefsteak to me. So it's a little... First, right? It's just it's pale, you know the mm-hmm. the color of it. It's like it's it's sort of pinkish, reddish, but like a little white too. Kind of sounds like meat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Quite pale though. Its okay. chief quality is the you know resilience to shipping. That, right, it can know, hold up in a truck yeah, or on a boat yeah, or whatever. Skin. It's yeah. got a thick skin. It's tough. Uh huh. It's a gritty tomato. 
a gritty tomato. Oh, yeah. you mean it's got like grit, like yeah. it's got some, it's yeah. got chutzpah, we might say. All right. right, right. But it doesn't have a lot in the way of flavor, is right. what I'm gonna guess. We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out. Okay. It's true. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So, do we have an heirloom to do side by side with? Yes. So let's. I'm gonna do photo of just the sort of. Let's do a little. Get the lighting a little better here. Which one? Well, that doesn't work. Okay. Whoa! Look at these. Now these are these are ugly tomatoes, man. Right. But that's a good sign. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Beautifully ugly. This one is almost heart shaped. Don't judge it. Hold it up with this. It's good. Yes, Sandy. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Don't judge a book by its cover. These are knobby and they've got some splits in them here. Yep. The color is kind of uneven, and I happen to know from experience that that is a what is that like a little? It's got a it's got a hook on it or like a little claw. Yeah. Like yeah. But that's a character is a good sign in a tomato. Okay. That's true. So this one looks like it's been peeled. Jane peeled this for us. Jane peeled a tomato for us. Yeah, she's amazing. You know somebody loves you when they peel a tomato for you. That is true. These this variety is called black seaman. Okay. So any variety that is called black, like black cream or whatever, has a deep red. Right. I'm well seeing this color. It's color. almost black on the inside. There's a oh, couple of parts with the, yeah, the 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 goo is so dark. Right. It's it's moist. It's beautiful. That's the official term, by the way. is the goo. The goo. <laughs> this also has green uh, mixed wow. in with the it's red. It's got a lot so of color going highly on. Highly textural. Yeah. Lots of oh, cavities. Man. Yeah. So you can try them both. Okay. And you give want? us your opinion. Here, here's what, uh, yeah, toothpick works good. Here, I'm gonna just cut this one into like a little more like chunk, so it's yep. a smaller piece, a little bite size. And you know, if I, yeah, if I had a blindfold on, I don't expect I would have a hard time telling which was which. Yeah. That so we're gonna go idea. for the supermarket tomato first, because I right. I know the I know the punchline to this joke pretty well. <laughs> um, okay, so here it is. Here's supermarket tomato. You know, this is what you would get in the middle of the winter, I guess. Yeah. You know, if you had to have a tomato on your hamburger or something, hang on, we'll do a little photo op here for this too, because it's it's you know you could just see once you know what to look for that it's going to be. It looks kind of sad. Flavorless, you know, is I mean it's it's a tomato, but it's a little sour, yeah. you know, it's a little watery. The flavor is just thin. The upside, you know, to this type of tomato is that we have them year-round, and yes. we do want them year-round, and they are more shippable than you know, these types of tomatoes. When I found out you guys were coming in, I had this thought to do this whole sort of other side of the coin and bring in a food that's been shipped here from China or something, because it is kind of a marvelous time to be alive where we can get a lemon in the middle of the winter. Yep. That's cool and all, but you can't match the flavor of, look at this piece of tomato here. <laughs> look at that. That is a proper piece of tomato. So these tomatoes were grown and donated by Willow Valley Organic Farm that we were oh talking about before. This other one is from Canada. Um, so, you know, they're Okay, so the black, the black Seaman tomato. Yes. Complex. Mm. A lot more flavor. Juicy. Um, but like... It, uh, I got it. There's like a cardboard flavor to this, to this, to this supermarket tomato. Really, honestly, like this, this like flat, tasteless flavor. There is a lot of flavor going on in this thing. Just as much flavor as there is, um, how do you say, it? visual uh, character. It's yes. got, it's got oh, yeah. a lot of character. <laughs> yes, it does. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, what else you got? So, <laughs> I saved the best for last. Okay. In my <laughs> All right. Hang on just a second. I hope she heard that. I had to turn the microphones off for just a moment. Whoa, we, whoa, yeah, dude. Yeah. What do we got here? So we got some cheese from Calkins Creamery. My favorite, too, thankfully. What Vamp flavor? Vampire Slayer. Vampire Slayer. I'm going to go ahead and guess that this has some garlic in it. Oh, you yeah. are right. I can't wait. In fact, so let's get this 
displayed here because it has even a little more than that. It's got nice. some bite. You see those little red specks Yes, what's the, in red, there? what's the red specks all so about? those are like little red pepper oh, flakes. Oh, love it. Okay. There's, there's garlic. There's crackers here. Herbs. Yep. Nice. Okay. And this is all locally sourced from Calkins and, Creamery. And Calkins is a stop on the farm tour. It yeah. is. Okay, yes, it is. love it. And you you guys want a piece here? Farm. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Sure. Let's do this. Get our, get our pieces cut here. Do so, our little, little photo op here. Social we, media. <laughs> we realized that, you know, Halloween is on the horizon. It actually is. So yeah, you need to stock up on this. And sir, you're going to have a lot of little vampires at your door. Here, let's you know? do this. Let's do a little group shot. Thank Everybody, you. Everybody, let's toast. cheer. Yeah, we'll toast with our toasts. Hang on. One, two, three, click. And pinky up. Pinky up. <laughs> Dude, it's so good. Wait. <laughs> okay, great. All right, let's give it a shot. Mmm. Mmm. Calkins does, you know, Calkins has, has won several awards for their cheeses now. Mm -hmm. Rightfully so. Mmm. Yep. Vampire Slayer is good. Packed with flavor. Really good. Mm. All of us are well protected against vampires today now. Oh, yeah. Between yeah. the bread salad and the And garlic against anybody involved. who wants to kiss us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yum. Mmm. Mm. I love it. You guys, wow. What a, hang on, I want to take a picture of the spread. Would you both get in the photo here? Give me a nice, like, thumbs up or something like that. Yay! Look at that. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, we're going to take a break and come right back. I have something pretty interesting to share with you guys. It does involve a locally sourced product, I'm proud to say. We'll be right back as Taste Test Thursday continues on DNH. This is Julie from the Lake Region IGA, and today we are talking about not just any produce department, but the best produce department around, staffed with people who care about providing you and your family with the freshest produce around. You'll find great seasonal fruits and vegetables and an ever-expanding selection of both organic and local produce. We also have a large selection of pre-cut fruit to save you time. Stop and see our beautiful, colorful, and unique selection of pre-cut bouquets and potted plants. If you like good quality juicy fresh fruit, crisp, cold crunchy vegetables, you've got to shop the produce department at Lake Region IGA. Find us on Facebook and browse our sale flyer online at lakeregioniga.com Bacon wrapped filet mignon, ahi sesame tuna, pasta bolognese, dry-aged cowboy steaks, burgers, appetizers, and don't forget your favorite cocktail. These delicious dishes are only a small sampling of what awaits you at Gresham Shop House. Hi, this is Paul Roginski. Now that the warm weather is here, your next dining experience also includes beautiful views of Lake Wall and Pawpack, or maybe even dinner on the deck as you watch the sun go down. Try one of our delicious steaks or succulent pork chops. Relax in the lounge during Friday happy hour with our complimentary light buffet from 5 to 7. Enjoy live music on Saturday evenings and don't forget to bring the family out for Sunday pasta night with dishes starting at just $10. Getting married this summer? Come to Gresham's for your rehearsal dinner. It's the perfect place to gather your family and friends. Have another special event? Give us a call and we'll help make it happen. Gresham's Chop House, Route 6, on the hill across from Lake Wall and Pop Pack. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 4 o'clock online at GreshamsChopHouse.com. Are you visiting for the summer? Up for the weekend? Taking a day trip? Whether you're here full-time, part-time, or just passing through, Quick Lane at Wayne County Ford is here for all your vehicle repair and maintenance needs. Let's face it, just because you're out having fun doesn't mean nothing will go wrong. Did an unexpected flat leave you needing a tire? 
did you discover your car needs a new battery? At the Quick Lane, we're here to help. Right now, you can get $120 in rebates on four select tires at the Quick Lane. These great savings applies to 13 major brands of tires. Other good opportunities to take advantage of? How about a $15 rebate on a full brake service? And if your car is due for an oil change or tire rotation while you're on vacation, Quick Lane is here to get the job done. Stop in and take advantage of our free Wi-Fi, fresh coffee, and comfortable waiting area. Quick Lane Tire and Auto Center at Wayne County Ford. Route 6 in Honesdale. Online at quicklane.com slash Ford. Throw on your hats and saddle up. You're in for a wild ride. The Reese Ranch Rodeo brings the excitement of professional rodeo to the GDS Fair on August 30th. Calf roping, steer wrestling, bull riding, bareback horse riding, barrel racing, tie-down roping, and more. Get your advance tickets now through August 28th for just $10 at the fair information booth or pay $15 at the gate. The Reese Ranch Rodeo at the GDS Fair Friday, August 30th in the main arena at 7 p.m. Strap on the excitement and hold on tight. The GDS Fair on Route 191 and 507 in Newfoundland behind Wallenpawpock South Elementary School from August 23rd to September 1st. Small town charm with big town fun. For directions and the complete schedule of events, visit the GDS Fair on Facebook. Remember, the GDS Fair runs from August 23rd to September 1st. I can turn it on anytime. You guys rock. It's all about the music. Love you guys. All right, we're back for the third and final segment of Taste Test Thursday, where I bring something in to share with my guests. Uh, my guests today, I have two of them, Sandy Long from Seeds and the River Reporter and Heron's Eye Communications. Good morning to you, Sandy. Good morning. And also Zach Jones, the Nutrient Management Specialist at the Wayne County Conservation District, uh, fifth generation family farmer on a uh, cattle farm in what neck of the woods again, Zach? Remind me? South Canaan. South Canaan, or the best part of... Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's according to Zach. And you know what? I think there are a good handful of people who would agree with you. Oh, yeah. I think so, too. So thank you both for coming in this morning. Coming up uh, a week from Saturday, mm-hmm. it's the Wayne County Farm Tour. This is a five-stop tour on working farms throughout Wayne County that are highlighting sustainability practices. What's the cost, Sandy, to get on the bus for this tour? Five bucks. And on the tour, you will stop at the five places. You will also enjoy free, delicious... Lunch from the Mustard Seed Cafe. And? And you get a bag of organic goodies in a reusable bag that's yours to keep. From uh, from Willow Wisp, I think, right? <laughs> uh, yep, Willow Wisp Farm. And there will be, if you would like to purchase more farm goodies, there's an opportunity at which farm? Fertile Valley Farm. They have a CSA there, a farm shop. Or, or Yeah, so you can get veggies and things there right on site that day if so you're interested. bring cash. Yep. Bring cash. Stock up your reusable bag. Good. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, and in fact, you'll get the bag before you'll get the opportunity to fill it with more stuff, right? You got it. You've got this all sequenced out, you guys. We hope. Good job. <laughs> and, and you're on to two buses full of people here? Yes. So there is actually a limited amount of space. Yep. It's and going fast. For more info, call, uh, who's what's her name again? Sylvia. Sylvia at 570-253-0930. She works at the Conserva- Wayne Conservation District. All right. $5 a person. That, that could well be the best $5 you'll spend all year. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so I brought something for you guys. Woohoo! And let's see here. Okay, so I'm going to do this again with the microphone for this. So, um... 
I think you can probably tell mostly what this is. <laughs> but I, I did a little twist on it. So I love making garlic bread at home with uh, farmer's market garlic. Mm, yeah. Supermarket garlic is like the worst thing in the world. It's almost, I would say it's worse than a supermarket tomato. Agreed. Supermarket garlic is terrible. Farmer's market garlic, oh, some good stuff. You get the big cloves, loads of flavor, never like a stale, like, you know, you ever get the supermarket garlic, you kind of squeeze it and it just kind of puffs in your hand because like <laughs> one of the cloves is empty or whatever. <laughs> so I took supermarket garlic, nice grass-fed, I'm, I'm sorry, I took farmer's market garlic, nice grass-fed butter, and just Ooh. I minced the ever-loving snot out of the garlic, just minced it to within an inch of its life, mixed it with the butter, and then I just spread that on bread and I toast it. But to add a twist, I made everything bagel garlic bread. So we have an everything bagel mm -hmm. on which I've piled lots of my garlic butter. You want to try? <laughs> yes. Watch out for us today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, don't want to talk to us. There will be no vampires or smoochers in our future today. I know so I'm going to cut this. We got just <laughs> butter oozing out of it. Okay. Wow. Who wants to take a piece? Absolutely. Wait, before we do that, hang on. I should yes. do a little bit of this. You got to do this for the gram. That is all garlic, my friends. Okay, dig in. Take a Woo. piece. Take a piece. All right. Okay, Sandy. Yep. All right. Okay, shall we? Yes. All right. Uh huh. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Whoa. <laughs> That's pretty good. That is awesome. That is pretty dang good. What do you think about the everything bagel as the base? Perfect. Does it add I to love it? Everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. That salty. Yes. Mm -hmm. Everything bagel garlic bread. I think I might have just done something here, guys. And yeah. the grass-fed butter. Mm. Yeah. Oh, good wow. butter goes butter a long is, way, too. Yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately, it's not local butter, but it is. You know, big name grass-fed butter, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. Man, and the way it's soaked into the bagel here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm so into this. So what I, I actually toasted the bagel, I did it twice. So once, just toast the dry bagel, because you mm -hmm. want the crunchy on the top side and the bottom side. Then you spread the garlic butter and run it under the broiler mm -hmm. for like a minute. Because if, you know, if you, if you don't cook the garlic, it will be a little yep. strong, you know, Crunch a little, little too strong. This is, this is... Pretty, I mean, it's still strong, but yep. it's not, you know, as much as... It sweetens it up a little. Yeah, it right. a little sweetness yeah. there. You know what I wanted to do was where you roast the whole head of garlic, mm. wrap it in foil, yeah. and it turns into like this butter, like mm -hmm. this melted... Yeah. Something marvelous happens when you roast garlic. <laughs> mm -hmm. A miracle occurs. Okay. The angel gets its wings. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Zach, Sandy, I have some bad news. We have to leave? We're out of time. Oh. Aw. Wow. This was fun. Thank you guys for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. Zach, really good to meet you and get to know you a little bit. Uh, very interesting, some of the stuff we talked about. Sandy, good luck out there. Thank you. The, the tour is filling up fast. If you'd like a seat on the bus, call 570-253-0930. Um, there's a website, seedsgroup.net and wayneconservation.org. You can go to either of those for a little more info on this tour. Mm -hmm. All right. Both of you guys... Um, have a great rest of the summer. What's left of it? You too. Yeah. Um, good luck over the winter and good luck next season, both of you guys. All right. Thanks for coming in. Listeners, thanks for tuning in. The whole show has been recorded. will be available as a podcast on my Facebook page and on the DNA Facebook page. Look me up online. Adam Owens is how you find me. And if I encounter you on the street today, I apologize for my breath. <laughs> 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 <laughs>